Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. But uh, to be clear, I, I tried, I really tried not to burn the guardian tree. Yeah, okay. All right. So you, you make special efforts not to burn a tree. So just so you know, if you right click on the map, you open the radial menus and at the top left radial menu is a, an arrow. If you left click that, it opens the next radial menu where you can draw squares, circles and cones. If you left click the circle and then on the map, you left click and drag, you can start creating your own circle. Which you can then move about on the map as you like. Okay. Oh boy, shit. Sorry, I closed the map accidentally. Of course I did. <laughs> there, I, I reshared the map with you. Uh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. Coming out, coming into view, the stone statue quickly gets moves towards you from its crouched position, moving around the sphere to come in front of you. And a, all the while you can hear it still talking in that familiar sounding language that you do not understand. And when it gets in front of you, it tries to swipe at you with its claws. And its first swipe hits that rakes across your chest. And you manage to maintain your concentration on the flaming sphere. And you take a bit of damage. And... Uh, after trying to rake you, rake you with its claws, it then tries to follow up with uh, biting you with its mouth. Oh, nice. Well, I hope. I thought it was scared. I thought we could talk. But it does not uh, manage to latch on to you. Uh, as it moves in with its jaws clamping, again, you can still hear it speaking in Terran. Did I just tell you what language it was? Oh, well. Yeah, well doesn't, then. I think do, you told doesn't me ugly that. Matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm not <laughs> super surprised though. I know that. I mean, you already gave us a hint that it's coming from Primordial, and these guys are statues made of stone. So yeah, the options were limited. Yeah, of course, of course. Any which way, Norbert, you are up as you're standing amongst all this stuff that you've upended on the ground. Yes, I am. Well, I have it all sitting in front of me on the ground. I've dumped it all. And I look down at my hands, which no longer have a weapon in them. I look at the lap lap that is covering the delicate parts of my body and realize that without a weapon, I'm going to be useless. So concentrating as best I can, I try and imagine that in my hand, there is a warhammer. Okay. You do remember, too, that your hands are particularly abrasive just to remind you but yes uh do your concentration please your wisdom Chlorian. Yeah. oh well done and concentrating fiercely you manage to imagine an aquatic looking warhammer however that might look fishy a fishy looking <laughs> warhammer <laughs> It's just stunned literally a hammer shark. Stunned I am at the raging success that I have. I take one step forward, completely ignoring the fact that there was a bunch of ball bearings there. 
and fall flat on my back with the Warhammer sailing up into the air and then coming down and landing upon my shell in the solar plexus area. Okay, Mr. DM, who's telling the story on his own. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, fine. Do it your own way. The thousand ball bearings are conveniently within a pouch. Why are they? Yes. That's just, there's no fun in that. How can it be fun if they're in a pouch? Okay. All right. I'm assuming that having created the, the wonderful Warhammer, I actually can't do anything. That would be the end of my turn. I, w- I was just going for some sort of dramatic action that was the action to create that thing but your hammerhead shark formed warhammer you still have your movement left oh do i yes with the warhammer cool yeah Here we come oh there we go baby you're We're not uh, you're not encumbered are you no i've got nothing i've got actually i'm actually carrying nothing. oh yeah I'm because just dumped. you dumped you just dumped his it was backpack all, everything i owned ended up in a pit a long time ago so I now have just a, a lawn cloth and a warhammer. Right. Well, you did have Clicker's backpack until he upended it. Yeah, well, that's now sitting all over the floor and spread from here to Christmas. Clicker, you're up. Clicker sees that it's attacking Volga and immediately takes a shot with the and crossbow. Uh, so I take it, I just add plus one in the modifier. There is no quick way to... It otherwise with a script or whatever to do why why Pl- adding plus, plus one, one from the crossbow bolt plus one gives me oh, plus one to attack and one. plus one to damage yep uh yeah um what you could do is with the magnifying glass for the crossbow the hand crossbow mm-hmm. for the moment you could just really simply put in it opens up the little dialogue box and then the bonus you could just put a one mm-hmm. for your um, attack and damage and then just remove to remind okay and, and i can change the it. type to magic right yep yep or magic piercing, piercing magic yep piercing comma magic yep you got it yep okay uh so leads my modifier okay i think that worked um target that one and here we go hey 25 noise for 10 damage oh do i do i add sneak attack because i have people close to it Yes, that's right. You would have advantage with your companions nearby it. Yes, you would. Uh, 2d6. Yep. Okay, Another I'll nine add. Drops from 19. You should be able just to drag that 9 and drop it on top of it. In the combat tracker. I tried. It didn't work? Okay. I, I don't did. know. Did it? I, I don't see the HP. No. It didn't didn't change anything. Okay, I did it. So you with your with your crossbow blasting into it, you see chunks of the stone falling off, and it growls uh, as you do that. It worked. And even though you don't speak that language, uh, Norbit and Clicker, you do understand that word because it's close enough in Orin and Orin and Aquan that you understood it said "ow." <laughs> we are linguistic geniuses for understanding that. It looks bloodied, by the way. We are. How does a stone object look bloodied? I was well, you know, it's a word in D and D to mean something. So I don't know how else to say it other than know what that it word looks means. Damage. It looks crumbly. <laughs> crumbly. <laughs> Well, bloodied has a very specific meaning, though, so... Yeah. And it's if, if you don't know, bloodied means it's more than half damaged. Under 50%, yeah. Yeah, that's more of a four, fourth ed term, I think. I don't think it really is it? it in fifth ed. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Thorn. Um, all right, so I've got a bow in one hand and a dagger in the other. The rejected yes. dagger of, of Norbert. Um, all right, I'll put the <laughs> dagger back in my belt. Uh, yep. And take a pot shot at Norbert. I mean the the statue. 
Just pick on the weight again. Okay, so where you are, it would have cover. So that's yeah. Uh, I could probably skip to the right a little bit. Okay. Go do about there. Is that okay? Yeah, you'd be totally fine. All right. And with that, you smash in once more. Unfortunately, um, I don't seem to have the effect that other people have that, uh, of magical bolts. And um, he sighs and goes, well, um, you seem to have all the luck today, Clicker. And uh, I'll step back. Just to there. These bolts are special. Those bolts are made for hurting? <laughs> oh, very good. You should have sang that. <laughs> Yeah, you should have. Yeah, we need backing, backing tracks for that. All right, Norbert, uh, get, before you do anything, I need you to roll me another wisdom, please. Wisdom check. Six. Okay, the warhammer in your hand begins to flicker in place. And you have to focus. So you had hoped to be able to swing it, but as it flickers, you need to, you focus your attention on it to stop it from flickering. And you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> That's your turn. And I should mention as well. Uh, I'm going to drag you into another channel just for a moment. With the concentration that you did do, and yeah. with the flickering, you also get a sensation similar to what you'd felt when you were in the clearing that seems to be coming from below your feet Packing. of something that seems to be resisting your ability to use your will to, to make this ha to create this weapon. Okay, can I just clarify something with the weapons as well? Yep. Did if I create the weapon, or if, if any one of us creates one of, or imagines one of these things, do we have to maintain concentration for it to exist, or does it become created and, and it, then it's there forever? Depends on what you intend to do with it, is what I'll say. And there's another dependency as well, and it's related to what I just said. Okay. Based on what I just said, if you give me an intelligence check, you might be able to know more. Oh, there you go. You get the feeling that when you were traveling through the forest and you guys were attempting, distance from Gla the, the town of Glavost seemed to make your ability to concentrate easier, less difficult. Yeah. But yeah. you noticed as well that when you woke up this morning and this damn tree was beside you, that same kind of shit was happening again as when you were near the town. There's a parallel okay. between those. But distance yeah. seemed to... With distance, that resistance disappeared. Yeah. But now we're next to the tree and what the same sensation's coming back. The, the, the inability to sustain the object that I've, Correct. I've created. And you can feel oh, that, so the res that resistance, in both cases, you felt that that resistance seemed to be coming from below your feet. Okay. And in this case, um, that's the end of my turn. Yeah. Okay. To maintain it, yep. you're lucky. You just needed a five. You're so damn close. No worries. But to maintain it meant it was your turn to maintain it. Okay. okay. Moving on. All right. Yep. I'm yeah, pretty sure so that happened. Because, were... because if she didn't, that thing would be flying all over the place right now, trying to get to the Nightmare King, I think. Okay, we're back. Uh, we just figured out that um, Clicker had the essence of the Nightmare King as she was approaching the the tower. So, is it is it feasible that she stuffed it like under her belt? Oh, you had so it wasn't in the backpack anymore. It wasn't in the backpack. Otherwise, it would be flying around right now, right? True enough. Oh, that's that's right. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm, it was I'm pretty boring. sure Clicker had it. Okay. When you were standing at the door and, 
and uh, the, the, the flame sphere was moved. So actually, when you're standing at the door and the flame sphere was still in your face, you would have felt that tugging coming directly, uh, uh, pulling directly at your belt inside the tree. Mm-hmm. And it didn't tug any more strongly than it did in the morning when you woke up. Okay? Yep. Volga, you're up. Oh, you figured out how to draw your... Is that your blue sphere then, Volga? Yes. Okay, so I'll, I'll remove mine. And then you can put your... Okay, so that's your, your sphere there. So it's your turn. What are you doing? Yeah, so first of all, I want to use my bonus action to ram the sphere in the back of the statue. Okay, you ram it into the back of the statue. All right, do your, your checks again. Or your, your actions. <laughs> Same as before. Well, you target poorly as you smash it into it. But still, you do some damage, just not as much as you would have hoped. And it still manages to maintain its footing. Um, if I cast Produce Flames, which is technically a ranged attack, uh, will I be at disadvantage? Yes, when you're in, in, in melee distance. Yeah, okay, then I will, I would like to cast a fucking Thunder Wave, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor Norbert. Uh, so for, first off, with your flaming <laughs> sphere, make sure you click off the, one of your second spell slots because you've used that. And that's on your actions tab. Just underneath your weapons, there's the spell slots. Um, the, the disconnected? What happened? Uh, no. Can you hear us? Not. We can still hear you. Uh, I'm just saying if she can hear us. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. On your actions tab, uh, just below weapons is the spell slots. So because you cast Flaming Sphere, make sure you click off one of your second level spell slots. And as you cast Thunder Wave, click off one of the first level spell slots. Yep, you got it. Uh, but before I do that, um, because different DMs do it a little bit differently. So Thunder Wave is a 15 feet cube. And uh, I don't have to be in the center of a cube. Or do I have to be in the center of it? It's, it's a cube that uh, originates um, not... You're not the center. It, it's a cube from you. And yeah. it can be at any point. Yeah, that's how I usually do it, but I wanted to clarify it. Yeah. Just in case there are different interpretations. Nah, two has got it. So, so like that, you could do. Yeah. Yeah. If I can... But wait, wait, wait. Uh, Hold up. To aim it. Do we want to wait until you get done? Okay. Yep. Now recording. So, if you're going to do Thunderwave, yeah. For sure. Just draw the cube again. Okay. Oh, yes. Totally target your companions and yourself. Please, please don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, she can't target herself. No. Okay, so you target... You, you certainly target that. Uh, so you can make it do your... It's constitution saving throw there. And it fails. All right. And as you do that and it starts moving away, it crumbles into small stone pieces, not being able to cohesively stay together. And a stone statue is in ruins at your feet as the thunder wave pushes the rubble away from you. Okay. Good work, Daria. Okay. You I can hear from inside a Terran voice asks a question. There is clearly no response. So this guy. Let's just see. How well is he going to do? You hear soft sounds of moving rock. 
and Norbit, you can see from where you're standing there, you can see the other stone statue has come around the corner there. And it's on tippy toes as it continues to move towards the door, slowly looking left to right, and it stops there. It's literally on tippy toes? It's trying to sneak, but it's doing a very bad job of it. Mm -hmm. And as it gets there, it again says something in Terran, and then it closes the door. Probably Boy. something along the lines of and stay out. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'll walk up to the door and yep. open it with my free hand. Okay. So I'll get to there. Am I confronted right. with a... Uh, Angry Terran. Indeed, you are. As it stands there, as you swing the door back, as it swings inwards. I'll look, look in his eyes. You see it standing there. <laughs> I'll look in his eyes. Um, the, the cold stone eyes of a creature that is obviously unhappy with his lot in life. And I will um, uh, speak some arcane words, and uh, he uh, immediately around him, he, uh, it starts to sparkle in purple and uh, green colours. And I'll be casting fairy fire to see whether okay. I can catch him in the zone. So it's just a box that I'll just... It'll be inside. Do you want me to draw the box or you, it's not going to catch anything else? Nah, you'll be fine. All right. Ah, it succeeds. <laughs> and I look, look on, frustrated, and step back. No longer on its tippy toes. It's seen you wiggling your fingers as you said those arcane words, and it ducks to the left, and you hear severe stone movement as it makes its ducking move okay that's my turn done all right clicker um clicker is going to reload the hand crossbow is is that an action i don't even know for the hand crossbow no i think it's considered a, nope. a, it's you yeah, can do it you can I do it once once a turn but it's not considered an yeah. action at all oh Gotcha. Is it considered okay. a bonus action? Because isn't there a crossbow feat that allows you to do two crossbows at once or something? Um, no, it's got the Can't loading remember. mechanism, but I don't think that actually is considered an action. You just can only do it once a turn, unless you have the crossbow yeah. ex expert feat that makes it more than once a turn. Yeah, all right. So no worries there. You're good. Okay, so she swoops over here and unloads the second plus one bolt into the okay. stone statue. Go for it. Crit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go. What? Uh, no, no, no sneak attack, unfortunately. What? No, no yeah, I was hoping, attack. I was hoping that fairy fire would hit. That way, you would have got sneak attack. Yeah. Mm. Um. Here we go. Oh, two twos. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the the bolts blast into its chest, shattering as it hits the stone chest. But uh, you see, with the impact, that bits of, of stone fall to the floor. What else? Oh, that is it. Okay. Volga. Okay, so the door is open and Clicker is shooting through the door. Yes. If I move here, will I have a line of sight? Yes. Normally I say move there and then we'll find out. 
But yes, once you get there through the trees, you can see him through the open door. Okay. Uh, I should I say will... the, the door swings this way, by the way. Yeah, okay. I'm going to try to get maximum use of my flaming sphere <laughs> and move okay. it and jam it into this statue. That's five. All right. So you jam it into to the and, guy once um, more. All right. Yeah. Ooh, he fails. So you do a bit of damage. Now, if he fails, he... What else happens when he fails? Is there something else? He just takes full damage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh... uh yeah, since I do have an action... I will also produce flames. Okay. Okay, now that will be minus two because he does have cover as you're throwing it past through the tree branches and whatnot. Uh, a little bit more complicated than just line of sight. But even then, you stu still manage to target and it hits, your flame hits it. So roll your damage. Oh, nice work. Okay, it is looking... And... Lots of stone bits and pieces have fallen off of it. I assume he's, it's melting a little bit because of all the fire. Could be. Norbit. Recognizing that my brave and swarthy companions have got the creature pinned down, I am going to raise my warhammer above my head, grasping it in both hands and ready an action so that if the thing does happen to step outside, I can rush at it and crush it with a blow to the head. So you would need to be a little bit closer if you, because you're, you can ready an action to, to swing, but you would need to be five feet, at least five feet closer. Oh, I can't ready an action to move and hit. No. Okay, in that case, I shall move to there. And then, to all the aforementioned thingamajiggery. Okay, cool. So you hold on to it, concentrating mightily on keeping this thing in place, and you still feel what I'd mentioned before, but you still maintain your concentration as you're not actually doing anything just yet. That's right. I can, I can feel that I'm only just barely keeping a, a grasp on my weapon. Yeah, okay. And you hear a mighty shout as the stone creature comes rushing out, past through the fire, the flaming sphere. To I'm not going to get that far. Yep. So take Come your back. take your swing. Take my swing. But before you do that, this time as you're swinging, give me your wisdom first. Wisdom first. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Oh, that's what we need to see. Swing away. Take a swing. And you smash into him with the warhammer. Now this is a versatile weapon, weapon, so the damage would be... Do I just do normal damage, or is there...? So, if you're using both hands, so, so one, click two, on the magnifying glass, yeah. and you would need to remove the D8 and drag and drop the D10. Ah, that didn't work. No, nope. you it for me. Oh, you, you rotter. I just want to make sure this doesn't doesn't just slide. Mick just said this is a versatile woman. <laughs> I also heard that. No, a he said a, a versatile <laughs> weapon. Thank you very much. That's how we like versatile women. Okay. And even though you smash into it mightily like that, it doesn't do as much damage as you would have hoped. And after you do smash into its back as it runs past, you think, oh man, maybe I should have perhaps even thought of using my paladin skills, but too little too late. As it sees Clicker in front of it 
and it tries to bite Clicker. It is unable to bite, and so it tries to follow up with its claws as it rakes its claws towards your legs, and it connects with its claws, scratching, <laughs> giving you a, a love scratch across your thighs. Okay. Orbit, you're up. Again, would you like another wisdom? A concentration? Yep. Concentration or wisdom? It eats wisdom, so... Once more, excited about having hit and this time remembering, oh, geez, I probably could have done like a divine and probably ended this thing too sweet. It once more starts to flicker and you've got to reconcentrate again to keep it from disappearing in your hands. Okay, you sting put in Volga. Okay, um, I want to again use this here first. And um, if I can jam it from here so that I don't hurt Norbert by accident. Yep. Okay. Go for it. And you're having moved it, your targeting isn't as good as you, you had hoped. So half damage. Uh, still pretty good. It is looking bloodied. As more stone melts from the fires. Okay. What else are you doing? And I want to move... If I move here, will I lose the nope, line of you'd sight? you have better line of sight, in fact. Yeah, that's what I want to do. To not hurt my friends again. And again, uh, what's the fire okay. saying? The other fire saying. You throw another bit of fire at it. And you hit it square on the side of the head. It is not looking good now. Another hit like that. Okay. Just and in case, I move a step back and then I'm done. Okay. Thorn. Okay. I train my bow on him. It, whatever. The stony, as, as I shift around to get a better view. So I'll move okay. up to there. Yep. And take a shot. And you connect. But and not doing as much damage as you hoped. It still stands, but as more chunks of it fall to the ground. Alright. And um, I'll move up a little bit further, but then that'll be it for me. Okay. Oops. Sorry, clicker. My bad. Your turn. What are you gonna do? Clicker quickly draws, like puts her hands on on the cross side of of her belt, and quickly draws um the two daggers that she has, and just starts chipping away at this thing. All right. So you drop the hand Dropping crossbow. Dropping the hand crossbow behind her. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't get stepped on um oh yeah i need, I need to where are your these daggers located Sorry? they're both on your belt yeah on my belt yeah. yeah okay that's fine wait what i'm trying to get it into my actions tab and just equip so change your mode from combat to preparation Okay. Okay. And then And then oh. back to combat? Oh, no. No, no. So once it's in preparation, you have to equip the daggers, which is Oh, where the hell are they? I did. Why they don't show up there? Yeah, that's That's my question. Where are the daggers on your person? Huh. In the belt. How odd. Is it because of that? No, 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 no. That is so odd. I do not know why that's not working. Oh, I, I, hold on a second. I'll just drop another dagger into your inventory for some reason that 
is doing something I mean, odd. I can just copy them as well. They're just regular yeah. daggers. Let me copy them. I'll, I got it here. So they're at the top of your uh, inventory tab now. Okay. There uh, they are. They are equipped and now they show up. Yep. Good. Okay. Yep. So, um, I can only attack once though still, right? Even though it's two daggers. Or how does you it work? You can, as a bonus action, use your other dagger, but you don't get your uh, modifiers for damage. The modifier for damage usually comes with um, the two weapon fighting. And the thing is, is, I don't mind that you drew both of them, but if they were both in your hand, I, I would say, yes, you could use that second hand attack without the modifiers, but because you drew both of them, you can only use the one. Okay. So one attack. Nope, that is a 12. I was, uh, forgot. I was, I was going to use my damn inspiration. inspiration on this one, but I forgot, yep. Next time. Okay. okay. That is uh, that is all she does, and she just stares this thing dead in the eye, as if she was uh, going to just pack its nose off any moment now. Okay. Uh, so is that a word? Pack. Its stone statue looks left and right as it looks at you, and its its face a fierce countenance. And when it looks left, it sees the broken stones on the ground, <gasps> and it screams in outrage. As it once more tries to claw at you, Clicker. Wait, 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 wait. I have advantage. How do you have because advantage? Because of Norbit. Do I not? Or is that just for sneak attack purposes? For sneak attack purposes. That's right. Because okay. uh, that's not flanking. You would have to be up here to yeah. flank. But for sneak attack purposes, yeah, yeah, sure. If you would have connected. Okay. Uh... Actually, is that right, uh, Tua? With him being there, would he have gotten advantage on the attack? Because Norbit's there? Uh, normally, it would be um, diagonally across. Um, for flanking. If we're, playing, if we're playing with the advantage rule for flanking, yeah, I can't that's remember. Right. So it, she would have to move up if yeah. that was the case. Yeah. All right. So didn't work. So in outrage, it screams as it notices its companion in rubble and it connects with its claw and very quickly it tries to bite at you at the same time but it is unable to bite and you can hear it wailing a single word that you think sounds a lot like larry but not really. I mean, th does does he look over yeah. and see the death of his friend, and it just rocks his world? Oh, <laughs> oh I hate you, Tua. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. pretty good, actually. You're gonna crush us with jokes like that. Okay, let's uh, let's stop. Yeah. Clicker, you're up again. Hopefully, I won't be stoned for it. <laughs> Wait, I'm up again. Sorry, yep. I was I was just like, why why am I still? Why is this still my turn? Okay. Uh, random initiative. Sorry. Yep. Random initiative. So she is now going to move up here and will use the flanking position to chip away at the thing again. And this time she tries to go for the face. So you're doing your inspiration? Not the face. No, I, don't, I guess you nope. don't need it. Yeah, okay. Yep. Cool. I already get advantage. Yep, 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 yep. So can I now attack with both? Yeah, go for it. Get advantage on the one, though. I the one get advantage on one. And then the second yep, one is just ball. the flat 1d4 for the dagger damage. Yeah, you still get advantage on the second one because you're flanking, but you're, you're just no okay. modifiers on the damage if you can... If gotcha. You, if you hit. Okay, first attack... Is a hit. Is a hit. And again, you jab that dagger attack. someplace. Right up the nose. Oh, 
Okay, so describe this right up the nose action that manages to turn it into rubble. <laughs> uh, because Clicker is is in this half ducked position, um, trying to to find an opening, uh, she she actually sees as it as it uh, opens its mouth to scream out, and that is the second where she immediately tries to jab into it and then you do as it screams and you move to the flanking position you take your dagger and you hook it into the side of its mouth and you manage to hold tightly as your arm pulls across its mouth tearing that that part of its head off so that it falls to the ground and with its that part of its head gone the rest of the body collapses in rubble well done i i mean i'm more interested in how a raven folk can look like half a duck did I say something that sounded like half a duck? I, I, I said half ducking position. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dear. Man. Yeah. Man. Christmas is coming. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> <laughs> Having defeated the enemy. Having defeated the enemy, a flaming sphere still stands not far away. A jail gavelin stands within a doorway. Clickers, goods, and backpack lay strewn about on the ground. I'd explain to the members of the team the sensations I feel while creating a Warhammer and that the creation of the Warhammer back at the last place that we were at was difficult because there was a sensation coming from under the ground that was making it hard for me to maintain it. But as we moved away from the last town towards the tree that we're standing outside i felt that i had a greater ability to create objects now during this fight that same sensation from below the ground came back and made it hard for me to create these arms again and i look at thorn and i go hey mate this got anything to do with ley lines I don't know. I think it has everything to do with uh, not using that dagger I had. <laughs> <laughs> so offended. <laughs> he is. He really is. I turn, I turn around to you. For staying on point, I'd give you an inspiration, but you already got one. How dare you not use this wooden dagger against these stone statues? <laughs> Silly yeah. fool. Of course. And I, 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 I asked the question in general. Do you think perhaps it's because of the buildings that we are standing next to? Or do you think that there is some creature below us, perhaps living in the hole back at the last town, that is wandering around underneath following us? As Norbert is philosophizing, um, Thorn just uh, rolls his eyes, huffs, and starts walking into the door. And when he gets inside, he'll pick up the Wait. javelin and throw it out to uh, Clicker. <laughs> I think he dropped something. Before he even goes in, uh, Clicker is already already shouting. Uh, wait. Norbert uh, drops the warhammer that he's holding, and to see if when he puts it down, it'll just disappear in a puff of blue smoke. Do you concentrate on it still? No. So as soon as you drop it and you stop concentrating on it, it disappears. But not in a puff of blue smoke, in a puff of white smoke. No. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. Do you concentrate on it when you let go that it does that? If so, then give me a roll. I, well, I actually, I, I actually, uh, um, um, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Why not? Because I can he feel that there's something good going to happen here, isn't there? Crit. I just wasted a crit. <laughs> there you go. Thinking about it. If I drop this, will it disappear in a puff of blue smoke? As you drop it, indeed, it disappears in a puff of blue smoke. And it's a very, very pretty puff of blue smoke that has... Statistic and swirly. Yeah, okay, exactly that. So, I am still in a situation where the creation of a permanent weapon eludes me, but I'll give it one more shot. I should have used that wisdom one then, shouldn't I? And I'm going to see if I can create... A warhammer again. <laughs> Natural one. 
you're so <laughs> caught up in the blue smoke that you've seen happen and smiling inwardly at how well that blue smoke looked that when you once more think about the blue warhammer you feel that sense of resistance mightily as you try to formulate the hammer and you're unable to do it pushing from below the ground coming from below the ground i'm still at a loss can i walk inside now wait the nightmare king is inside let me gather my bearings <laughs> You've been waiting so long for that one, haven't you? <laughs> I've lost my bearings. Which way shall I go? Yeah, okay. It'll take you a few minutes to pick up everything that Norbert has dropped on the ground. In the meantime, are you entering the tree to grab that? The javelin, yes. Okay. On entering the guardian tree, Thorn, you notice that it looks different from your last visit. Before entering the home, you had noticed coming up that there was a light from a second floor window. But when you enter in, you see that the shaped wooden stairs to your left, it ends abruptly after rising just a couple feet off of the ground. And I'm going to reveal that. How does it end? Like with a hole? With a wall? It looks like someone was building the stairs and they're unfinished. And of course, these are all shaped wooden stairs. But can we, like, continue upwards? Is there a wall there, or...? You could walk a couple of feet, and then you notice that the ten-foot ceiling above is unmarred and unbroken. So the stairs just rise a couple of feet, and then it just stops. There's no wall there, there's no door there. There's just the stairs that rise up a bit, and then they just stop. That wasn't like that the last time you entered. Opposite those stairs are stairs that lead down. And again, no wall, and you can see the stairwell of the stairs that lead down. There's no wall, and you can see that there's a steady light that comes from that stairwell. Where that small waterfall feature is on the opposite wall beside the chairs, there you see, sitting in front of the small waterfall feature, his back towards you, you recognize the white suit and the top hat of the Nightmare King. Sitting on the floor, he seems smaller than you remember. His shoulders are hunched, and his head is bowed. Hey, Clicker, you have that uh, vial? Let's get this over with. You got all your balls yet? Yes. Wait, my balls? Oh, yeah, my balls. <laughs> Clicker is... Make sure you got them in the sack that they belong in. The, the very first thing she actually picked up was uh, the the hand crossbow, um, and she's not quite caressing it, but she's being very cautious about handling it and make sure that everything is fine and it didn't break as she dropped it into, um, well, it's probably not even grass, but whatever there is, underbrush, maybe just flat, flat out earth. Dirt. Um, and then she goes to to stuff everything back into her backpack. Uh, I imagine the ball bearings are in a closed pouch, pouch anyway. Yep. Yeah, yep. with with like a string, so they wouldn't have uh, gone just everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Your ball is so, still in the attack. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When you pick up your hand crossbow, sadly. You were so focused on dropping it quickly so you could draw both daggers that the string of your crossbow has broken. Aww. I'm kidding, it did, that didn't happen. I just figured that would be f sad. No, it's fine. <laughs> that could totally be happened. I mean, if I would, if I was GMing, I would definitely require a chance roll. That's right, yeah. To see if anything happened to it. Yep. That's all right. 19 will better make it perfectly intact. Yeah, anything within a 19 was broken to bits. Just, just like your hammer? Yeah, pretty much. It's just half a blue smoke that was the end of it. It's a crossbow. I mean, it is It is quite a sensitive con contraption. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clicker, after having picked up and gathered your stuff, hearing your, your companions shout after you as they enter into the tree, telling you to hurry up and whatnot, you come in quite collected looking at your gear making sure that it's all right as you start putting it back into your backpack you can feel that the vial at your belt 
begins to tug a little bit more. Just tug, 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 tug. Careful! The Nightmare King is coming closer! When you look up, you too can see him sitting in front of the small waterfall feature. Is it tugging towards that Nightmare King? Yes. And Clicker enters the tree. Go on, Clicker. Give him the vial so we can all go home. He could have greeted us differently. He remains with his back towards you. He hasn't moved. Are you still here? Hello? I heard you talk. He hasn't spoken a word. He does not move. Head remains bowed. He talked to the to the statues. He did not. Click, let's just let's just get this over with. Wait. Wait. Is it the Nightmare King? He looks smaller than you remember? Yeah. The building's different. But then again, you were also in the bodies of children. The building definitely looks different. I'm gonna walk up and have a closer look at him. Hey dude, are you the Nightmare King? You see, as you come up there and stand beside him and ask him, he does not respond to you, but you see that in his hands he's looking at something that he's fiddling with, then it looks like a, a bit of blue crystal. Do I know what the blue crystal is? You can give me a perception check. Actually, no, not a perception check. Right. Definitely wisdom. No, it would be intelligence. Give me an intelligence check. Investigation. Sure. No. That is not enough. 22 is really high, but it's not enough to know what that is. Hmm. When I look at him, do I know that it's the the Nightmare King? Yep. He looks identical as before. Okay. I'll show show that picture before. No, no, it's just a, a thing about, like, maybe the whole thing is not real, and maybe he's a fake, and maybe he's just trying to secure the, the contents of the vial. And just for your sake, Volga, although the picture is of a dude in a white suit with a gun, he doesn't carry a gun. I made that picture a while ago, and, uh, well, I didn't completely make it. I just took it and made the suit white, and I wasn't savvy enough to figure out how to get rid of the gun. But, yes, big top hat. Can't really see his facial features at all. His hands are very gaunt. You also shared the... Sorry, what was that, Volga? Can you also share the map with me again, please? Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. There you go. I'm going to uh, tell him that we've been sent by Grandma Elm Twinkle to uh, deliver the essence to him. And Holy shit. Did you guys hear that? that? Yeah. Your place. Man, that well. was scary. That actually made me jump. That's close. It shook my walls. Yeah. That was impressive. Far oh, is it? Thunder. Is it still raining where you are? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, lightning. Okay. All day. All day for last. No hail for me. It was heavy rain for a while. It's much, much lighter now, but the thunder has been going on. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't lose power. It could, it could happen. <laughs> Don't say it, damn you. Okay. Sorry, you were asking a question to him? I was just saying we've got this thing for you from... Grandma Elm Twinkle, and uh, what's the blue crystal you got in your hand? And Volga, you were also saying something? No. Was Thorn or Clicker saying something then? Well, all that Thorn is saying is to um, ask Clicker to hand over the vial. He just wants to get it over with. Okay. He does still does not respond to you, and I mean, you can still see that, that he is still continues to fiddle with the, the blue crystal thing well you can definitely tell 
being that close to uh, looking at what's in his hands, it looks like a fragment or a shard of something. I am going to wander off to the top of the stairs and just have a look around the inside of the building to see if I can find what it might be a shard of. Okay. And I probably won't see anything. Clicker, what are you doing? Sorry, doggo emergency attacked my cat yet again. Um, Clicker is is just looking at her surroundings very suspiciously, or suspectingly. I'm always confused. Why why does it say suspicious for both the active and the passive part? Um, but yeah, she like her, her head twitches from one side to the next, and she's making tiny clicking noises. Uh, doesn't even react to Thorin talking to her. Is she holding the vial in a in a uh, feathered hand? Yes. Can I snatch it from her? Yeah, you can try. All right. What what are we doing? I think that would be sleight of hand. Well, it's dexterity, really. Okay. I, th I I think it would be a disarm maneuver. Well, there is no, but it's. I would say it would be two dexterity checks. So just contested dexterity checks. Contested dexterity, yes. Oh, look at that! Thorn rolls a twenty-four. He crits. Yeah. Oh my god. Two. Mm-hmm. You're so concentrating on everything that's changed around you as your head twitches from left to right, holding it in your hand, Thorn easily manages to grab the vial out of your hand. Alright, let's let's get this over with, and I'll walk over to the Nightmare King. How does this work? And I'll try and uh, unstopper the bottle. As Thorn starts walking away, uh, Clicker is is going to uh, angrily peck him in the back. Just feel this thing. <laughs> she just <laughs> like. All right, give me, give me your unarmed strike. And, yep. It's not really for damage. It's just like a like a pinch, you know. We'll see if you actually manage to. Ten? No, I do not think. You go to and just peck him that one time, but. He's so focused on what he does, he moves away quite quickly, and you come up shy as you twitch to peck Volga him. Volga sees it, though. Yep. Yeah, Volga totally sees. We're, we're such a happy family. <laughs> so very happy. It's no, um, no drama at all. And as you go to pop off the stopper, you notice that it comes off really quite easy as you're walking towards him. And as soon as the stopper's off, the silvery gray ethereal liquid flies out of the vial and it heads towards the nightmare queen king man can't speak the queen that's for for the gender fluid monarchs mm, totally right <laughs> i did that on purpose the substance moves quickly and it hits him between the shoulder blades darkening the white suit at its impact point duskwood rises to his feet as the ethereal substance is drawn in the white of his suit seems to get cleaner and more pure, such that it seems to glow a bit, if that's even possible. His shoulders squares and he turns to face you, but it seems like his body continues to enlarge so that when he faces you squarely, you can no longer see the wall and the waterfall feature behind him. He stands in front of you and a keening noise can be heard. The blue object falls from his hands and lands on the floor at his feet. The unfinished stairs leading up suddenly grows and completes as a stairwell opens in the ceiling. The white suit turns brilliant as the keening swells. And then nothing. The noise is gone. Duskwood is gone. All that is left is the echo of a noise and the motes in your eyes as they readjust to regular light. This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gugary Dog, the Hammerdog Games Community Manager, and I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. 
Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vargashelis, the Farwalk Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.